Pharmacology 2, Section 2, 1 of 17, Neuromuscular Junction Physiology. Pre- and post-synaptic nicotinic receptors. There are two different types of nicotinic acetylcholine um, receptors at the neuromuscular junction. Number one, the pre-junctional the pre-junctional NN receptor is present on the presynaptic nerve, and then the postsynaptic neuromuscular receptor is present at the motor end plate on the muscle cell. The postsynaptic nicotinic receptor is a pentameric ligand gated ion channel located in the motor end plate at the neuromuscular junction. It is compri- comprised of five subunits that align circumferentially around an ion conducting pore. There are two alpha, one beta, one delta, and one epsilon subunits. Each alpha subunit binds with one acetylcholine molecule. When two acetylcholine molecules simultaneously occupy two alpha receptors, the channel opens. Sodium and calcium enters the cell and potassium exits the cell. Anions such as chloride do not pass through the nicotinic receptor. They are repelled by the strong negative charges situated inside the channel. Address. The inside of the muscle cell is negative relative to the outside of the cell. When the neuromuscular receptor is activated by acetylcholine, sodium flows down its concentration gradient and enters the cell. This makes the cell interior more positive, activates voltage-gated sodium channel, depolarizes the muscle cell, and initiates an action potential. Depolarization of the myocyte instructs the endoplasmic reticulum to release calcium into the cytoplasm where it engages with the myofilaments and initiates muscle contraction. For every ligand receptor interaction, there has to be an off switch. We've already caused the muscle to contract, so now we need it to relax. Acetylcholinesterase is strategically positioned around the pre- and the postsynaptic nicotinic receptors. It hydrolyzes acetylcholine almost immediately after it activates these receptors. At the NM receptor, at the motor end plate, at the NM receptor, this mechanism ensure that muscular contraction can be turned off and on like a light switch, so the muscle can be instructed to contract and relax repeatedly over very short time periods. If acetylcholine was allowed to bind to the receptor for a longer period of time, the muscle would contract once and not be able to be stimulated again until acetylcholine dissociated from the receptor. And for those of you a step ahead, this is how succinylcholine muscular pyrolysis.